0: Here we go. This is happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson.
1: And this is happening. Oh, just coming to the end of another uh, another long three day week for you and I, Ryan um by the way we're probably not gonna have three shows next week i don't know we could have zero shows we could have one show i have no idea my schedule is very up in the air with various events around the country your boy's back on the road you know
0: that's that sounds like a a really where are you going to be what city well
1: see probably only washington dc and new york but they're very long days that's where the i just don't know how how this is going to work but you know what? We'll figure it out. You can always stay up to date at TIH Show, and you, I'll let you know. Or at, at Mark Zito, and I always tag Ryan in the posts, and sometimes he puts them on at Mashup Ryan. It de- <laughs> kind of depends on his mood there.
0: Or, or if I, yeah, you're right. It depends on my mood.
1: I saw today that on the Mashup you guys were doing that filter that makes your photos look like somebody drew them at a mall, I guess.
0: No, well, I guess that's one way to say it. I forget if it was Stan or Nicole that said it, but it looks more like uh, it's, it's from an in-memoriam okay it's like it's a little bit he's dead
1: you so, don't think so i mean i guess i think it's more i'm looking at them now if anyone hasn't seen this is there is this like a particular challenge or something that this no is apparently
0: called? it's uh oh boy that's an um, that's a uh, involuntary yawn. um it's an cool. app glad the show's going well <laughs> it's um, an app that um that you download this and it
1: looks it. like an in memoriam only if you were a certain type of person that might get one of those shirts that's spray painted
0: yes. you know, like that yes that's,
1: you know what you know what we've talked about there's only a certain type of person that when somebody dies they get it put on their back window of their car i uh-huh. don't know who that person is but you gotta sometimes i see that and i say damn did I not
0: love, my, do I not love my family enough? <laughs> well, I've, I've always said, right, and, I, and I, I can't say this enough times, when the day comes for me, please don't tattoo my face anywhere.
1: Well, I mean, I, this version of you, this cartoon version seen at Morning Mashup, I might. It's good looking. I, and then Which, you look, are you
0: looking at the individual one of me or are you looking at the The
1: individual one? one is good. You look and have always looked crazy in the version of the three of you. And Stan's head looks horribly misshapen
0: in that <laughs> one. <laughs> it makes me look crazier. It makes me look, look, look absolutely insane. If
1: I die, what I want happen to me is on the back of your electric car, I want in a cursive white decal. I want it to say Lil Marky. And then I want it to say gone but not forgotten in bolder font and uh-huh. then below it I want it to say October 11 1987 to you know whatever the death date is and then I want a prayer hands emoji. Okay. I always think that that's a nice thing somebody did. I don't think I, I let me put it to you this way. When I see that on somebody's car, I never say, "Wow, that's a fucking weirdo." I never do that. I always think well, this is think an that, appropriate
0: that... response of grief. Do you think that people make them for themselves or do you think that a, a beloved member of their family uh, makes a stock of them and hands them out at the funeral?
1: Oh Christ, I assumed that people made them for themselves. I couldn't I couldn't even imagine the the pressure if, if somebody died in my family and then they started handing out decals and then they'd be like, why isn't this on your Mazda 6?
0: <laughs> why it's... didn't you put? Oh Mark, you got a new car. Would you like a new decal? Mm-mm, nope do you do you not love Henry enough? I I mean, uh, I assume, right? I I kind of like, you're right. At first, I thought it was someone making them for themselves. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, only making one is expensive. Somebody probably made a batch of them. That's
1: terrible. Also, does no one say, and here's the thing. If you do get a new car, do you need to keep putting that thing on there? Or is it as I will remember you as long as I have this Corolla? Like, how does
0: that... (laughs) How does that it's, go? It's lifetime for the for the uh the equipment.
1: It it's also just how do you I understand remembering somebody and obviously if you lose someone close to you that never leaves you. Got it. But when you're picking somebody up for a date or you're just stuck in traffic it, it is that not weird? Like that seems like the thing you would do if you were looking for a murderer. Like don't forget Lisa's killer. They're still out there. Like if you were trying to you know drum up interest.
0: Yeah, or or like if they if they died of an obscure ailment and you're trying to raise money, uh, you know, to stop other people from suffering. Like sure. That. Yes. Yeah. But but otherwise, I feel like um, it's a well. No one knows who you are. No one knows who that is.
1: I mean, really, no one knows who most people are. Right. None of what we do on Earth will ultimately matter.
0: You You really have to try hard to leave a mark.
1: Yes. And now, if we're being honest, the easiest way to do that, Ryan, is to kill a bunch of people. But... It's frowned upon, okay? It's much easier to leave a mark in violence and sadness than it is positivity. That's something that no one really ever verbalizes, and yet is true. Like, if you were to say, hey, what is the quickest way to being remembered forever? I'd say, well, certainly not sell a bunch of CDs and write a bunch of songs. That'll take way too long. Let me tell you what I actually
0: would do. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. Think about, like, yeah, you're right, but uh, the the pop star, as far as, like, the world goes, Mm -hmm is is still new but you can make an argument that being an artist is something that gets you remembered for a long time that's true you could also make an argument that being Adolf Hitler is extremely
1: memorable yeah but that's you've got to be like that's you've got to be a despot right? by the way you've I gotta love be that you are you are a sentence away from being like yes but you got to be really evil and really good at it there's a bunch of people who kill people for no reason Adolf did it the good way he did it for the longest term and on mass of scale that's why he's remembered
0: yeah (laughs) okay jesus no it's horrible to say but you're exactly right is he's one of the worst human beings that ever walked the planet (laughs) but what uh, more of what my point was is that 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 like we've forgotten the serial killers of this of the of the late 1700s yeah but we haven't forgotten mozart
1: true true now back to the hitler thing for a second
0: always a good segue yeah yeah always just when i'm uh, half paying attention and googling something start talking about hitler and just get me to agree to shit
1: yeah well no so do you think the evil people like if there's a group of killers or serial killers do you think they sit around and one day is like bob what do you want to do he's like well i'm gonna be the next hitler and all the other ones are like bob you're not gonna be that
0: you're not good enough to do that well isn't aren't those isn't that the, the basis of the spectrum commercials with the werewolf and the zombie and the 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 ventriloquist dummy all sitting around and plotting maybe i guess i don't know if it goes directly to hitler i think that'd be a weird way to sell spectrum cable but no but they're they're evil people sitting around plotting right it's supposed to be a metaphor for other cable companies dude by the way pot
1: kettle with any cable company talking shit about any (laughs) other cable company am i right
0: Uh, uh, yeah totally
1: fuck (laughs) speaking of avoiding death i've been trying to find a new primary care physician I would give you mine, but you moved away. That's the thing. So here, here, I've decided that I want to get Connecticut doctors, even though there's a lot of things that hold me back from this, because I live in Connecticut now, and I could still go to Manhattan to get medical care, should I choose.
0: Can we title this segment on the podcast, A Connecticut Doctor in Mark Zito's Court?
1: Sure. Sure. I don't really get it, I'm going to be honest. But, sure. Do you want to elaborate or no?
0: I was thinking Mark Twain, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court. Okay, all right. But, but I thought a Connecticut doctor in King, in King Mark's court. Honestly,
1: movie. I'm wondering what percentage of the audience is like, ooh, good Mark Twain reference. Let me send in my subscription fee to XM so I can keep getting more of that.
0: Keep going.
1: Uh, Okay. So here are my things about finding a new doctor. I'm going to list a couple of them in order. Yeah. One, I want to go to a good doctor in Connecticut. But if the doctor was really good, wouldn't they
0: be working in New York? You know, I being here in New York City, I sort of have that attitude now. Yeah. Right? You're right. Okay.
1: Another thing. If a doctor went to medical school in Barbados, mm-hmm. am I supposed to think that's a worse doctor?
0: Well... <clears throat> Um, what would you consider to be the, uh, I'm just, we're, I don't want to pick on anyone. Like, I
1: don't want to be xenophobic here, but I'm talking like, I would like a continental United States
0: medical school. Okay. What do you call the, the last graduate in their class at the uh, Jackson, Mississippi Community College them, of Medicine?
1: I guess you would call them a Doctor. Doctor. Okay, so but the point you're making is I can't tell what point you're making either that a doctor is a doctor or, you know, the best person in Barbados could be better than the worst person I, I, it, at Stanford. It,
0: yeah, it's not about Barbados, but yeah, I think it's more of that is is whether you're the best or the worst in your field, you do still hold a title. Great, but you
1: know, we there are i'm a i'm a broadcaster so is howard stern i don't think anyone's putting us on equal footing
0: no but you're not
1: saving anyone's lives neither is the average doctor (sighs) that's another thing i think that i think that like any job it's fair to say that a large portion of doctors probably suck
0: right? Uh, well, I've, I've certainly run into a lot of them that suck. And I know a lot of them that suck. Like my grandmother had a heart attack two years ago mm-hmm. or three years ago. And the doctor kept telling her like that it was her gallbladder or some shit like that. And she's telling me what's happening to her. And I'm like, Graham, like you're having heart problems. You need to go see a cardiologist. Oh no, my doctor has me. He's and I'm like, Graham, nope, nope, nope. And, and she, she had a heart attack.
1: Did she and make then it? and then what did she make it? She she made it. But all right. She well, we never, can't hold that against but, the doctor. No harm, well, she, no foul on that one. You know,
0: she does. She realized that her grandson diagnosed her better than a doctor did and she never went back.
1: So you cost that small business some money is really what you did. That's what it sounds like.
0: It sounds like I saved my grandmother's life.
1: Mm, tomato, tomato. It's really a matter of perspective, I think. I guess. Uh, all right. That doctor feels like you know she might as well be dead getting a, given how much money he's gotten from her recently.
0: so no but, but, but that so doctor what, did not work in New York City.
1: This is my concern.
0: No, that's not true at all. There's actually I mean like I, I think it's let's well, say like, any like other. a
1: major metropolis like all right Boston, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, if you don't live there, you're gonna die, I guess uh, maybe Atlanta. Uh, the Mayo Clinic, I think, is located not in those places. Um, but, but when I'm looking for a doctor now, fine. So they say I asked my, I asked a cardiologist I've seen here in Connecticut for recommendations for primary care providers. They gave me a list of eight names. I was like, holy shit! I don't think I'm gonna have to call eight people. But I okay. pick one of them. I Google it. I'm happy with this guy. I call. They say I can see this guy for a physical in July of 2023 what that's insane so i say all right i pick another name on the list same shit what
0: what is what is this whole thing where i gotta book a physical like i'm going to europe well isn't that also to what everyone says why we can't have england or canada's uh, medical system is because you have to wait so long to see a doctor do you is that how that goes? Well, that's one of the... that's No, I, but that's one of the things that I think people always complain about is like, you know, if we socialize medicine, you'll never be able to see a doctor. Well, guess what? You can't
1: now. This brings up another thing, though. When it's easy to get in to see a doctor, am I
0: to believe that doctor sucks? No. Why? You can just believe... that. It, like, my mom, who has worked in doctor's offices, the one thing I have learned is that uh, different doctors have um, different... Besides their medical abilities, mm-hmm. there is there is an ability to run your office. Meaning, uh, scheduling and paperwork and efficiency. Some doctors are great at it. Some doctors are just absolute shit at it.
1: I guess what I'm saying is, if if, if this doctor has so many people want to get a physical with him that I can see him, you know, after the next Super Bowl maybe there's something there maybe i should go to that guy maybe i should no, wait I, that's a bad
0: doctor i would argue that that see i would argue that that doctor is just in it for the money that they do not care about their patients
1: why because there's no way for their act like because then of course you know the next natural thing is okay so like if i needed to see this guy could i you know, I'm just right. trying to get an annual physical here.
0: Right. You're just trying to get an annual physical. But when you like suddenly feel like you have appendicitis or like my grandmother, somebody tells you that you're suffering cardiac symptoms and you want to go see your doctor, you're not going to be able to because he doesn't care about you. He just cares about making sure his insurance docket is full.
1: See, this is this is what I So Now I don't know what to do. I can't. But, I'm on Zoc, Doc but but when we were th- you've got to, at least, uh, any you know the okay so let's let's so let's go back to my concerns do you think we can can i find a good doctor in greenwich connecticut you think okay
0: so i would i would trust a doctor samuel Fenix, a small country doctor when he's not doing heroin any day of the week right if you remember dope sick michael keaton and dope sick okay Like I would totally trust like a general practitioner in a small town who, you know, probably I can see them being very good doctors who have seen a lot and like, you know, get it. Okay. I don't know that I'd want to necessarily like when it comes to specialists though, you're right. I'd probably want to go someplace bigger
1: okay so does that make sense yes yeah. so we think for my annual
0: physical i'm fine here i think for a cold for your annual physical for like for everything i think yeah you can absolutely find like a you know because a, a good general practitioner okay now where do but we stand not somebody who won't see you until july of
1: 2023, 20 yeah.
0: I mean, you've got to ask her. That's the problem: is you don't know anyone in your town. Like you, th- th- where you, where we were talking a couple weeks ago, that you know you were making dad friends at the playground. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where you need to be. Like, who's your doctor?
1: That's true. I guess I could do that. Yeah. All right. Now, so and and here's the other thing: I want to find. I almost want a smaller practice because I've gone to NYU for years, and NYU is great. However, their primary care positions seem to just cycle in and out of there. You're right. Which is
0: also kind of annoying. So, like... You know that I had for, well, so my, I've had three primary care physicians since I've been in New York. Okay. The first one, I, I think I've told you about him before. He was the guy who scheduled someone every 10 minutes and he really didn't care. You were just there to like, he would ask you whatever your problem was, write you a prescription right away and spend the remainder of the appointment. Trying to sell you a book. you about his diet book. Right? Yep. Yes. And then, and then I found, uh, my doctor that I stayed with forever, who was a retired cardiologist. And I was his only patient under 70 years old. Okay. Like I would go in there and it was all old ladies and he was, he was very religious. Um, You know, he was, he was a very religious uh, Jewish man and, and I just was not his typical patient. How did you find that guy? Um, he was, cl- I just went through the insurance book and he was close to the office. And what was really funny is that when you would read ZocDoc review, he's retired now, but when you would read ZocDoc reviews about him, people would walk in and they'd be like, who the fuck is this guy practicing medicine in 1965? Nah. Cause like, he literally like all the things that like you hear your parents went through when you went to the doctor, this guy did like chest x-rays and like, <laughs> It was, it was, but he was a great doctor. I loved him. And he, um, retired and he passed me on his, someone else bought his practice and I've had this woman now for like six or seven years and Nicole uses her now. And you feel good about her? I love her.
1: Okay. Well maybe I'll just go to her. I
0: mean, I'm in the city twice a week. Yeah, you should. She's an awesome doctor. Okay. All right. She's not in Connecticut.
1: That's fine. She's in Manhattan. Can I get in to see her if I had to?
0: Most likely, yeah. Okay, I like this. I like yeah. where this is heading. Sometimes it might take a week, but you know,
1: oh, a week is fine. I can
0: deal with yeah. that. If now, we're should physical... I call
1: and say Ryan Sampson told me to call?
0: I mean, why not?
1: So she has seen the genitals of two thirds of the morning mashup. I would imagine. Yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah. And
1: Matt. And Matt. Okay. All right. So I'm trying to think if there's anyone else who has seen more mashup genitals. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't think so. I
1: mean, you could. Mm, no, I don't. I mean, I think it kind of tops out at two.
0: Yeah. in in most scenarios, you can think about it. Exactly. Yeah. And most of them are innocent. Don't don't. There's no scandal here. <laughs>
1: You're the one. You're the one that said, yes, it's there's not a lot of. I mean Stan lived with Rich for a while when right. Rich was
0: on the show. And so there's very funny stories about Stan walking around naked. So, you know, lots of people apparently have seen Stan naked. Stan walks around naked? He used to. That was one of the that was one of the, the stories is that Rich one of his girlfriends was staying with him for the first time and she like ran back in the room and she's like, "Rich, Rich, there's a naked man in the kitchen." Oh and Stan was and Rich was
1: just like, Oh, that's Stan. Oh uh, yeah, oh that's Stan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well I just here's the thing, I've had roommates before. I've never been like, let me just be walk around naked.
0: Well he I think he sleeps naked and when it's four in the morning he figures no one else is up, so he'll move.
1: Alright. I've also I'm not a naked sleeper, are you? No. No. I've gotten I'm kind of just in the uh kind of boxer situation or an underwear situation.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, I guess if you if you clean my sheets every day, I could do it, but I I feel like it's kind of gross. But so you're saying your own naked body is too disgusting to bother? Yeah, it's the same <laughs> reason you. It's the same reason you wear underwear for jeans. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I, I yeah. just I find it more comfortable than anything.
1: Not necessarily a hygiene thing. Right. But regardless, so. The doctor – now, where do we stand on the education of the doctor? Your doctor, where did she go to school? Do you know?
0: Uh, Yes, it was not in this country. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think some of it was. Like, obviously, she did some stuff here, but I think her – Text me her, her
1: name. I need to now look up this doctor. I need to know.
0: Okay, hold on one second. Check the uh, – are you on Gmail? No, just text oh, it. Son, it's I much easier. My phone. Well, I thought maybe the chat would be easier. Okay. Let's see.
1: This also here's the other thing. I don't. This is where it always becomes sort of odd with recommendations too. Uh-huh. Like, do I need someone out there that has a connection to both of us? Is that is that bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I I I understand. Like, if I was trying to buy a car, I'd have no problem. You know, asking where'd you buy your car? But we've gone over this before as well as it relates to, as far as it relates to, like, mortgages and stuff. Like, right. we have a friend that does mortgages. And it's like, well, do you want to give our friend all of your financial information?
0: I don't right. know. Whereas I feel like a doctor, there's enough HIPAA there, you know. I mean, I don't think she's going to be like the guy or like the doctor and Krube Your Enthusiasm. Where she's like, so I've seen the genitals of uh most of a serious xm show, I can't tell you which one, but it's on a top 40 channel. <laughs> like I don't think she's doing that. All right. All right. So she so so I'm looking and she she has uh her 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 edu- her her, her post education happened overseas and here.
1: In Hungary. Yeah.
0: Where do we stack like would you say
1: going to medical school in Hungary is better than i don't know like deep in florida
0: i i mean i would i would think that that for the most part i around the world medical school is pretty well agreed upon meaning they're all good they're not all good but they're all at least up to some standard and if you're licensed you know and if you're certified to practice medicine in this country i do have faith in our government enough that they have vetted these med schools like this is this this goes back to where everyone says what has our government done for you this is what government does for you is it makes sure that you know somebody who went to a medical school that you've never heard of is a competent accredited good medical school okay so
1: now here's the next question because Zocdoc, i feel is and if anyone's not familiar with Zocdoc, doc it's basically like almost like grubhub for doctors would you say yeah. So they don't they don't come to your house, but you can just find a doctor and see if they take your insurance, et cetera, et cetera. Couple things. I used to think if a doctor was on ZocDoc, that was a bad sign.
0: But like, much like online dating back in the day, the stigma isn't what it used to be.
1: I agree. Now, your doctor is a 4.32.
0: Those, is that good?
1: It's her overall rating. The two doctors I'm trying to decide for in Connecticut are 4.91. Oh. Now, these are just reviews, Mm -hmm. much like a Yelp on it. Now, do you use the same? You've often said you like 3.5 star reviews on Yelp because it means that you know, people were looking for something wrong or something yes. like that. Yeah,
0: well, when you, when you get like a really popular place, mm-hmm. people or it has a good reputation, people go in and try to poke holes. So usually, the best restaurants on Yelp are three and a halfs.
1: Do you do you do that same thing with Medicaid? Uh, I
0: I don't know if Zocdoc Medicaid. has the same bias built in.
1: All right. Well, anyway, I guess I'll I guess I'll I'll look into well, some New York well, doctors. Still,
0: what I'm trying to do that Zocdoc. Hold on. Oh yeah, there we go. Lowest rated. Okay, let's do this by lowest rated. Let's see what the lowest rated problems are. Uh, the wait time is ridiculous. Always long in the waiting room. Ridiculously overbooked. Is that true? Um. No, she's not overbooked. However, she will if she, you need to spend time with her. She doesn't give a shit about her schedule.
1: Okay, I guess she's that's not going to
0: rush you out of her office because there's another patient waiting. All right. Does that make sense? Okay. Like I think it's a good and those are the only two bad ratings. Okay, I'm telling you, she's
1: got a 4.32. I'm just telling you what I'm reading.
0: Yeah. All right. What else going on? Uh, let's see what else we've got. Oh, there's um there's a survey out mm-hmm. that says uh, that this is on the uh, study finds the website that I can never tell if it's reputable or not. Yes, seven in ten Americans say they adopt an entirely different personality when they're at work.
1: That makes sense. Seven in ten. Amer- I thought and 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 who's? Hi- I thought there was something about hiding from employers. You had mentioned or something. Well,
0: then then there was another, and I I've got to find it in here. But I guess there was another stat that three in five are hiding something from their employer.
1: Okay, so that's like six and ten. So basically. Uh seven and ten Americans adopt another person, basically the same amount of Americans adopt another person, a different personality at work and also are hiding something from their employer. I think that makes sense. Are you I mean, are you really the same person at work? I mean, what what, what is counting as adopting a person, a different personality?
0: I I think that um, I've known a lot of people over time. And listen, in in the entertainment industry, it's a little bit different. So these are people that I necessarily didn't work with, but that just say that their sleeves were longer at work. uh, They covered up a lot more um, and there was no discussion of their personal lives. Like they worked jobs where they had to be very conservative, but they were animals outside of work. Okay, wait. Like, like party animals is what I'm saying. Like, like they got down and partied, but in the jobs they worked, the, that they could never reveal that or show that side of them. So the tattoos were covered up. Okay. And, the, for and second, the stories weren't told.
1: I, for a second, I was like, I think he's talking about tattoos, but I guess he could be talking about tra- track
0: marks. I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, for some, I mean, I don't, yeah. I think that's, that's a good example. I don't know anyone like that. Well,
1: but th- yeah. I mean, isn't everyone that on some level then? Are you going to walk into work and be like, Yeah, I dabbled in some
0: cocaine this weekend. How's everyone else's Saturday? No, but I think that every once in a while, like, you know who the party, or sometimes you know whether or not someone parties. You might have to take a guess as to exactly what it is they're doing. But, you know, if there is somebody around the office who is always buttoned up tight, you know, and, and um, you know, the conservative didn't say much looked like they were the the square in the office and then you run into them you know like at, at a glory party where or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah where yeah. they're
0: wearing leather and whipping somebody
1: yes and you're like what the fuck <laughs> am i in a seth rogan movie What's, yeah yeah uh okay what do you think about me you know me both in the office and out of the office where do i have a different personality
0: not really you're See, I much would, the same
1: I would think I do I, I would almost argue I'm curious if me on the okay so here's here's an, here's a question for you that I think you are uniquely suited to answer. You have me at home, you have me working in the office and you have me on the radio. Are those people different?
0: They're really not. OK, I mean, there's certainly there's certainly situational behavioral differences, but I think it's no di- different from somebody who's around their parents and around their friends. Right. Like you're still the same person, but you tone down the language when you're around your parents and grandparents. And I think that, like, it, you're 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 the same in that respect. There's not like a different Mark Zito. OK. I think like, that's if good. someone if someone met you after hearing you on the show, they're not going to be like, who the hell are you? Like they're going to they're going to know it was you.
1: I think you could argue that me on the show is the most pure version of me.
0: Yeah, I would say that
1: as far as I mean, with the exception of there's certain times we talk about something and I'll be honest, I'll just want to be like, I don't care about this. I'm just talking about it because that's what we do.
0: I would think and tell me if I'm wrong. I think I'm extremely different.
1: No, I was actually going to say you were exactly the same. You will talk to anyone about anything. I was going to say you're – I feel like everyone wants to think they're different. Because like, I also was like, maybe I'm different. And then you were like, no, you're not. I I it, I I think everyone wants to believe that they're like, when I'm not here, I let loose. But it's like, no, nah, you're pretty much the same all the time. I mean, what, oh, do, what do you think makes you different?
0: I would say that when I'm around a group of friends or people that I know that I'm a lot quieter.
1: Than you are at work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like here I have to talk and like I always like my job is to talk and to keep going. But if you see me out socially, I am not always, I am, I am not the loudest one in the group. Oh no. Ever. I'm Uh, usually one of the most reserved in the group.
1: Okay. Okay. But I would say that like compared to your everyday life, you're far more of like a fucking nerd at work. Like, like just maybe that's just like the basis of what doing top radio, top 40 radio is. But
0: well, I'm always in the mode around my family. I'm always in family, grandparents, uh, mixed company mode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm The shocking thing is I am often also in mixed company mode. I apparently just don't care.
0: <laughs> right. You don't. And I very much do.
1: But see, that's another thing. I've never understood like, oh, these are grandparents. They can't hear swear words. It's, it's like, like, at what point do you get old enough that
0: things just start to offend you that used to not? It's not the swear. Like, I'm not worried about swearing around my grandparents. The sex talk, though. But you have happen. to imagine that at
1: one point they were your age... And they talked about sex.
0: Oh, my grandparents were... were My grandparents partied. Okay. So
1: when is that age that you don't talk about. Now I'm not saying you're like grandma I fucking went to Pound Town last night. But <laughs> there's there's some level of, of sex discussion that I think is is normal and I but I it's what you're saying is not specific to you as far as oh not around my grandma. Everyone's like that. But grandma wasn't always grandma. So it's I'm wondering when it switches.
0: It doesn't. It's just to you she never switched off. She's still around all her friends and and just when you're not around, they're the same person, but when you're around, it switches off. Now, and I understand
1: why that's important as far as the relationship between like a parent and a and a child. Yeah. Like cuz I actually had a professor at Syracuse one time that was like, "Like that is the most pure thing. Your 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 kids need to know that you do not sexualize them." You know he was a philosophy professor. it got weird from there, but okay, the, the, okay. The, but the but the the lesson is is true it's actually like that is the one relationship you can't yeah, you can pretty much sexualize any other relationship in a less damaging way. I'm not saying okay. you should, but you know compared to trying to sleep with your daughter this this is out of context this is gonna sound fucking yeah really this bizarre. is
0: this is this is going to a weird place if you're
1: just tuning in right now i I urge you. <laughs> To hear the entire forty seconds where I came up to this, but like having sex with your daughter is way more terrible than having sex with your sister. I, 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 they're both they're both taboo and odd, right? But that is the one.
0: Where, where I'm going with this is that has got to be the only reason why there's weirdness, and that is why everyone on the right hates fucking college. Just for weird because for weird philosophy shit like that.
1: But it's true. <laughs>
0: It's true. Yeah, it's just a bizarre way to make a point.
1: I don't, I mean, look, I, the guy made the not point Not you, once. I'm not
0: saying you, I'm saying your professor
1: No, I understand, but also, like, I don't want to run him down, he made the point once to me when I was 19 years old and I was half paying attention, I don't fucking really, that's what I took away from it, let's <laughs> put it may, that way You may or may not
0: have caught the example correctly I,
1: I, I knew it was something about, like you can't fuck your kids, and I wrote that in my <laughs> notebook, and I said, I will follow that rule forever, glad I went to school to learn
0: that <laughs> You t- you took down the note, I hope this will be Okay, so, molestation,
1: that's a huge Huge no-no. Are we done here? Uh, Jesus.
0: Uh, he also, too, also um, while we're on Workers, I thought you would be very proud of this. Oh, wait. Hold on. We didn't cover some of this because you asked, and then we can go back before we, we go to okay. that. Um, one in three hide current relationship status.
1: Now, do you think that's meaning gay, lesbian, or straight? or? Nope. They just don't want have, people, okay. Right.
0: Have a girlfriend. Have a boyfriend. Have married, divorced, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I'd say I'd say it like uh, I'd say a lot of people hide divorces from their employers.
1: Yeah, a lot of people hide relationship statuses from their coworkers and close friends. Sometimes their own close friends don't even know what's happening.
0: Seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> half the people say that they keep details to themselves because they don't want to make other people uncomfortable at work. Okay, uh, now, details about their relationships
1: or just their life? Their life. Oh, well, of course. Of course. Like, if I came in and you were like, what's up? And I was like, I had such bad diarrhea last night. <laughs> I just... It was... You know what? And it was coming out everywhere. The toilet couldn't even hold it off. Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck, man? And we're friends. I'm like, of course coworkers aren't sharing details. It's, it's like if somebody... You know when somebody gets way too heavy with you, way too fast, and you're yes. like, this is uncomfortable? That's what people are trying to avoid. Like, if I don't know somebody, and they come in and they start talking about their IVF treatments, I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, okay.
0: Oh, if their Uber driver tells you about their uh, terminally ill person that lives with them and they how good they feel to be in the Uber and driving around. Yeah, and I say two stars, didn't sign up for a sad ride. Specifically a staggering 85% of LGBTQ plus employees mm. in the survey say they have a different personality they display while at work compared to just 64% of heterosexual employees.
1: That makes sense. That sadly makes sense. To
0: sadly, me. well, because people still feel they have to hide. Exactly. Stores,
1: also, no can good. I say something that I don't even mean as a joke, just an observation? Yeah. I do think that it's... They find like you know how the joke was always like the A's and B's and the C's and the Q's and whatever. It's like the acronym did finally get to the point where they just threw the plus on there plus, and they're like, Well, yeah. that's gonna take, we cannot, we can no longer make this longer. This is one,
0: one in three Asian employees feel they can't speak candidly in the workplace for fear of retribution. That's a specific to Asian people, yeah. That 30, 33% of Asians. Well, Ryan, lot.
1: I think at work, I'm Asian.
0: Is what I'm finding,
1: if that's the only demographic that feels that they can't speak candidly for fear of retribution, I think that's just having a boss, isn't it? No.
0: I'm sure it's different among different groups.
1: Alright, so what, what do we think, that that's, that's instilled within them somehow?
0: I I'm I don't I don't know what it means. I'm just reading facts.
1: All right, so we'll point. leave me. We'll hang me out to dry here. That's fine. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. I have no. I, like I, I, Well, I didn't realize we were the fact show. I thought you just were saying things and then we comment well, no, on I, them. I didn't. I don't know if that's you know maybe that's more recent for for after after COVID and all the you know the hate that's been geared towards that community. Well, in the
1: last this, it's it's just very. It's funny to me well, also that they they've broken it down by by like you know, ethnic makeup in, in certain things. Cause they're like Italians are four and five Italians will warm up fish in the microwave. Like it's just, <laughs> what are these?
0: All right. What else is on this? All right. If we want, well, we, that's, that's, we're, we're pretty much getting to the end of it, but we can switch to another, uh, uh, percentage survey kind of thing if you want to. Okay. I would like to, um, 8% of workers in New York city are back to the office full time five days a week okay so that's good right that means that that's well you i think you would in your terms i think you would think that's good i think that's pretty horrible why is that horrible i I, if you're a if you're a lunch place near an office you're pretty fucked
1: oh yeah but the world changed i don't know i'm sorry about that you were already pretty fucked throughout the pandemic i would imagine i was like this is doing you in
0: I, That's really low, though. 8% of people well, in New York City. I, where, I think people expected to beforehand? be. was it
1: beforehand?
0: Well, if the, no, I think the way they're considering it is, is it was closer to 100. Oh, shit. Like only 8% of people that were, were in the office five days a week before the pandemic returned.
1: Yo, I'm wondering long term what the pay disparity is going to be with those jobs that have to be in the office five days a week. Because they should be paid more. They should. They
0: should be paid more yeah
1: now, I still maintain that a lot of those jobs that people are saying are five day a week jobs don't actually have to be in the office five days a week. Like there are certain ones where you do. I totally get it. but certain companies Security. are saying they, yeah, certain companies are saying they have five day a week employees when they don't actually need to. they're just being shitty.
0: That's my I, take I, on it at least. Hold on. I know there was more numbers, and I'm trying to find them. It sort of broke down um, like like how many days a week people were back. Oh, I would be interested in and that. It, lo- it, looked, it looked like – let's see if this is going to have it um, – that basically like two days a week was the most popular, if I, if I remember right. I, I've lost it now. I can't find it.
1: Two days a week is the <sighs> most popular. That's what I'm in.
0: Yeah. God, that would be nice. I don't think I'm ever going to get that.
1: Well, you could. It would just be part of your contract. You would have to negotiate it. Yeah. But you, you also, uh, you don't want it. You've repeatedly said I, on
0: air, I need to be in the office. I do need to be in the office. But now that everyone else is going to be there, like, maybe maybe I can take a day oh, here no, and there and work remote. No, 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 and, no, and no, 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 Ryan.
1: And I mean this with love as a good friend. Get Fucked. Because you said the whole time, no, 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 I need to be in the office. Now, what you're saying is, well, if no one else is going to be here, I don't need to be here either. That's different. That's very, very
0: different. No, I'm saying if you're forced to come, if you're being forced to come into the office two days a week, maybe they should force me to go home two days a week.
1: Why? That, that you can go in as many days as you want, and you, Ryan Sampson, love being among the nobodies at the office.
0: Uh, it really is empty. It, dude, it's really. Do empty. you
1: regret your whole rah-rah office thing?
0: No, no. I, I, I. Um, to be hundred percent honest, and I really am. Like on days when I'm working, and I, there's n- nothing else to do, like if if it's just work, I want to be in the office. I'd rather be there. I would much rather, from a personal standpoint, I prefer living in... I love being at the lake, but I would much rather be in the city. And, you know, I, I'm just saying that more like, you know, if I do want it to be flexible, I'm hoping in the future it can be. Mm-hmm. I get it. But if I, if I want to take, you know, I don't need this all the time, but if, you know, it's going to be a really nice long weekend, maybe I should uh, be able to, you know, work remotely. I've started looking at it like video
1: game sliders as far as when you create a character... And maybe in the past, and and go with me here. Maybe this will. Hopefully, this will make sense. Like maybe in the past, you 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 only have a finite amount of points, right? And maybe in the past, you used ninety of them on the office, so your work was done at a ninety percent rate, and it was great. But your personal life slider was only at, let's say, a forty as far as convenience. And now, yes, office work work might be a little bit harder doing it remotely. Maybe it's eighty. You're only doing it at eighty percent rate or whatever. But your personal life. Is so much better. The slider on that is at like an eighty-five, and I think that trade-off is worth it. That's what it comes down to. Does that make sense? Kind of.
0: Yeah, it does. It it, it doesn't apply to me, but but mm-hmm. yes, my personal life wasn't necessarily better when I was because I was just alone.
1: Yes, but I mean, I mean, the flexibility and everything. And look, I'm saying this now. Don't th- having a child influenced this a lot, as far as just responsibility and things I got to do, and also, frankly, moving out of the city. But those were personal choices I made, but there's still things that I almost feel like I'm fighting for a political cause in the sense that, of course, not everyone is going to understand where I'm coming from, but that doesn't mean I feel it any less as far as my viewpoints on the matter.
0: So 8% are in five days a week. Yep. 25% are in two days a week. Okay. 11% are in four days a week, and I can't find the number for three. But yeah, it looks like. Well, I would imagine it would just be the remainder. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's 11 plus 25 plus
1: 8? 11 plus 25 plus 8 is 36, 44. So then it's 56% are in three days a week. I don't think
0: 56% are in three days a week. I don't
1: think so either. Yeah. It's it's just it's a, such a time suck. Everyone who commutes, I feel for you, and I hope that you are using this, those commutes to listen to us. But see, that's why uh, listening to our show these days on a commute must be fucking infuriating because I am just being like, I don't like the office. I'm not going if somebody is miserable on a train <laughs> going to
0: the office. I'm very sorry. My commute is so short, though. I don't have time to. I can only just barely get a, an episode of uh, This Is Happening going. Uh, well. That's fine. That it just it counts the download numbers all the same.
1: But Ryan, I know that you are uh, you want to talk about the royal family because you're a royal head. You're a what? Are, <laughs> what, are, what are people who like really care about the monarchy called? Monarchists? Uh, uh,
0: it, I don't know. Britophiles? M- monarchophiles? Monar- monarchivalists? M- monarchivalists? That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Listen, they they keep saying you know these rumors over and over and over again because Who's I, they the, the 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 royal following media okay <clears throat> mostly because I think they just have the slot or the the space allotted for her if she dies like they just have a space ready in the paper every day yeah so they have to fill something
1: there instead. When do you think the last time they had to add to the queen's obituary
0: was. Oh, I bet you they do it weekly.
1: How long is that fucking thing gonna be? She's a hundred and is she a hundred. How old is she? She's ninety three. Oh, she's only ninety three. I thought she I think was so. <laughs> I thought she... I, I guess I got confused with Prince Philip or whoever. He was
0: I, he yeah. Let's see, Queen Elizabeth. She she's ninety six. Ninety six. Sorry, we split the difference. We were both three years off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the age game. I won. Yes, the age game from the mashup.
1: Uh, she has been. She is still. She's she's the queen of a lot of places. I didn't realize.
0: Yeah. Well, not a, there's really only three these days. One of them or two of them are ready to leave, or four. I'm sorry, four, and two of them are ready to leave. Yeah, so. she's the
1: queen of Canada.
0: Kind of, what but the not fuck? really. What? Not anymore. Not really. Canada's like a Commonwealth. Yeah. What does that mean? She's I think the head of state, but like that's it. It's it's totally ceremonial. She's like on the money and Australia
1: yeah do they have to get new money when she dies
0: yeah that's yeah canada in and australia and england i'm sure not all new money but as i've never seen any prince charles money so there's gonna and and, and i don't know like is he gonna be king charles or was he gonna like change his name when he becomes king dude he's gotta be wait what
1: are they they changed they they pick like a name like their pope
0: yeah oh shit like there's a scene in there's a you never watch the crown. No, did you? this is you I,
1: literally do. every conversation we have about the royal family goes where I go, What is this? And then all of your knowledge comes from the crown. No, which, that is
0: not true, but that is the most easily relatable way to tell people. Okay. Um Now I forgot, oh, I've never seen any, print. oh, but there's a scene where she figures out that her father dies, right? Because her father's name was, was, uh, Bertie. How does she figure it out? No one's like, hey, your dad's dead? What is she, an investigator
1: in this scenario? How does...
0: She was, uh, on a tour. She was in, on safari in Africa. Oh.
1: And she figured out her dad died how? Uh...
0: No, I don't, I've never read deeper than this, according to the crown and aid told her, but like she almost found out by listening to the radio. Okay. Yeah. Like it it was almost, uh, he had, he had lung cancer.
1: Oh, well, you know. Okay. So,
0: but his, his, his name was Albert. Everyone called him birdie, but he was George the sixth. Oh, all right. So you, I would keep my name. I'd be King Mark yeah up, but there's dude? a where there's a scene when when they're like okay what do you want your name to be and she's like what are you talking about it's like well you gotta pick your queen name and she's like yeah elizabeth's fine but yeah. now like charles who's like what 73 or something I'll like Google that? that
1: too yeah
0: yeah so is he gonna suddenly be like king
1: alfred no that dude's charles i think especially in this uh in in this you know society where there's a lot more media and stuff now than the people know him as prince charles he would just be king charles but he's 73 it does seem crazy that a 73 year old man is still prince yeah like mommy like i just
0: (laughs) so they say that she's gonna give up the throne there's there well they're speculating again because she hasn't passed away yet so they have to speculate mad that she'll abdicate do you think prince charles is I don't know. That dude, dude He's was either... going to be
1: king. and Now, do you think it's more fun to be king or is it easier just being like a fuck around prince? Like, does he have
0: anything to do regardless? Yeah. I mean, I guess you've got to like go and wave your sword at places and cut ribbons, you know. And if you again, see, this is why you need to watch The Crown is because they're yeah. always bitching. They're always bitching about how hard their job is. Like they're constantly complaining about don't you don't people realize how hard we work for them. By going around to parades and waving, it's exhausting. Okay, but that has to be tongue-in-cheek. Well, they don't think it is. Of course they
1: don't, because everything... (laughs) Okay, that's the thing. Whenever somebody who has an easy job bitches about their job as being hard, I don't even give them that much shit on it, because to everyone, your reality is all you know. Correct.
0: And you don't know what sort of stress people deal with.
1: Yeah, like do you realize how easy this job is compared to somebody, you know, a lot of people who listen to what we do? I think it's extremely
0: I, easy. I think this job is easy in the singular form, but I think that when you when you think about the 4 years that we've done, I think that that doing that and continuing to do it is hard.
1: I don't disagree. Now, is it manual labor? Fuck no. 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 That said, this whole queen thing where would she go? Would she still live at the palace? Do you have to give up the palace?
0: Like, are no, there I protocol? mean, I'm sure they would They would give. She'd probably go to, what's her favorite? Is it Windsor that, that she really loves? I don't know. And she'd probably just go there and like hang pope out.
1: Like, Pope Benedict was the last person who did this, right? He just, like, was like, I'm done being Pope. I've had and, enough and,
0: Poping. And no one had had enough Poping for, like, hundreds of years. That was really, really weird.
1: I remember I was shocked. I was like, what, dude? What? But she is
0: queen because her uncle abdicated. Okay. See, her her father wasn't supposed to be king. Her father was supposed to be a fuck around prince even though he was like apparently not a fuck around prince. He was like a family, you know, he it seems like he might have been more of a, you know, family type guy. Okay. But the but his brother wanted to marry a divorced woman from Baltimore and they told him he couldn't do it, so he's like fuck you, I won't be king.
1: God, that seems that's think about how much you got to love somebody. Right? But he stayed with
0: her until they both died.
1: Well, I mean, he still got all that sweet princely money,
0: right? No, I mean, like he had sweet princely money. If you listen to him, um, he was he was poor. And actually, I think by some accounts, like he lived off other people's charity in a way. Like, he lived in he lived in Paris for a really long time, but I think it was a donated house. Like, he didn't pay rent. Like, just some rich guy in Paris let him use the house because he wanted to say the former king of England lived with him, or lived at his house. That's weird. Yeah.
1: I don't really understand how any of this shit works, and I certainly think that Prince Charles... I, I can't even... I, I don't even know how we got on this. It's just the queen is going to give it up, and I imagine Prince Charles is like,
0: yes, it's finally my time.
1: <laughs> I
0: want him to run the business into the ground. Well, how do you think, I mean, like, where do you think William sits on this? There's part of me that thinks that, like, when William gets there, he's going to say, fuck it, we're done. Like, <laughs> he's just waiting for his grandmother and his father to get out of the way so he can go, you, I hated all this, uh, we're done. This I do is think, all,
1: well, Harry kind of did
0: it. Harry left it all to William now, right, more or less? He, right, but William sort of said, like, I'm not going to, like, live that life that that the other guys did.
1: I think that there's I think it's something that's just completely outdated, but you know it it is kind of like renouncing a billion dollar business. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. No one was like if I don't you, know if it's a business. they're just sort of like like they get paid by Parliament. I think I want the Royals to be a publicly traded company. That's what I want. That would be fucking great if they did that. I ought to be tra-
1: like, oh, a sex scandal? My royal stock is going down. <laughs> but you could argue that when there's a sex scandal, your royal stock would go up because that's when they generate the most interest.
0: I almost did a crowdfunding crowd thing uh, with uh, with a member of, uh, with a royal member. Not not the royal family. What but, were you uh, going
1: to fund real quick because we're to get out of here?
0: Uh, uh, gin, Highclere Castle Gin. And they then? did a crowdfunding thing and I almost jumped on. But you didn't. Great almost story to end the show Woohoo! on. As a reminder,
1: check us out on social media at Tih Show. We'll let you know our schedule for next week. Ryan, any thoughts before we get out of here? That's it. All right, be here tomorrow. Bye.
0: Goodbye.